0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. The Post Analog Podcast.
1: Hey, this is Charlie of the Post Analog Podcast, the music edition. These next four episodes are for people looking for music, aside from the pop charts, right? Former hip-hop heads, but music priority change due to life priorities or... If you're just an older head that's seeking for more music. These next three records are examples of the continuum of hip-hop in today's sound. First up, I'm going to play a little jazz from Soul Supreme, some space-age boom-bap with Common, and the guitar sounds of Brazil via Jay Zen.
2: Thinking of a master, the essence of your dance, the truth in your laughter. That I wanna capture and cultivate stature. I'll be here for you till the hereafter. There's a clear path to the love inside you. My name's Rashid, it means I'm a guide to. We both are driven. That's why we arrived to a place where now anything we can ride through. To tell the truth, I lied and been lied to. Seeker of a deeper ether, you don't have to hide you. Time to be in front, time to be beside you. I don't wanna move with nobody besides you. About to erupt I'ma hold you down till you see up Optimism that we got from wisdom We from the same tribe and we blocked the rhythm To deep block the system We did lots of living and lots of giving A higher vibration but it's not religion I want to pour into the riches of your being We don't diss each other even when we and Let's two-step the freedom And help the world see themselves in God and every human being You everything and you happen for a reason Your presence is a joy to be in Yeah
0: Fresh fit, get yeah, the feeling is fly Let it be mine, sunrise with a moment in time Like seeing a close call and thankful that I survived Coulda grasped. last breath, here in the flesh Never complain for a moment, cause I'm here and I'm blessed Yes, gotta confess, get it off of my chest Wanna spread more love, see my peeps at their best Real, that's what you're missing, hear it and never listen Tryna paint it vivid, the illest feeling is given They're reminiscent, talking years down the line Settle down with my queen, dream So fine, shine, so heavenly. Chemistry is divine. We multiply, align, and beautifully combine. Life high, praise God, finally here. Just enjoying every minute while the vision is clear. Yo, check. Carefree, the way to find peace. Cruising through the city, press play on the beat. Speak when it's cold, bring the summer time, heat, reminiscing good times, yo. yeah, the feeling's so sweet, yo, open your eyes, wide swallow your pride, ride on our own waves while you move with the tide, feeling free, no disguise, got a fire inside, know the kids, stay shining like them LA skies, never deny, kept it real, now nah, words to impress, call the capture in the moment, I'm liking a silhouette, check, on the rooftop, deep in Brazil, with a simple lifestyle, yet I'm feeling fulfilled, we chill from 93 till illest generation, the best of all worlds are different, The knowledge passed down, we save it and help grow Let them know, conversations, embracing them through the flow So, if we never talk, here's a response More than a grain of salt, hope is coming across Getting lost in the summer night, feeling serene So complete, carefree, hope you follow your dreams Peace Yo, check Carefree, the way to find peace Cruising through the city Press play on the beat Speak when it's cold Bring the summertime heat Reminiscing good times Yeah, the feeling's so sweet
1: Living in Los Angeles I have been blessed to witness the beat scene grow from events such as Boombox and the late great Low End Theory The next two tracks are of that beat scene development Here's Eloquent first up and then Electric Conversation
3: De Sony, le millard des mots de son à... Mélodie la rythmique plane dans l'espace terre et oh. haut La poésie part de son Ma 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 poésie part de soleil Le millard des mots de son à... Mélodie la rythmique plane dans l'espace terre et haut D'elle ma vie j'proque mes émotions Ma douleur et mes joies Elles conjurent le mal, je le bien au présent Chante le blues parfois Puis libèrent le jazz qui vibre en moi
1: Then the lo-fi scene was spawned And also down-tempo rhythm and blues and soul Take a vibe from Chromo Nietzsche and Benny Sings
4: can't believe it's all gone, you know love is right the way you make it, just not that you've got a friend in me, so come on it's time to celebrate it, it's a sunny afternoon but I need it
1: The '90s evolution of hip hop DJs and producers like DJ Spinner started creating house music. Also, the remixing game started pouring. So the last house track will be a John Legend remix. Next up, though, is Lado and Slot A with energy.
4: Slot
0: A. I
5: can't be a track, I tell you got big, big energy. It yeah, ain't too many niggas that can handle me, but I'ma let you try it off the henti. Make 'em to it's pussy like a melody. And if your bitch I ain't right, I got the remedy. It yeah, ain't too many niggas that can handle me. Yeah, bitch, I could be a fantasy. Tell me how you want it, huh? 3, it. 1, and I'm on it. Feel good, don't you? Y'all good bitch, fuck you in the front I'ma bust it on the pole like unis. Being honest, pussy uh-huh. juicy, mini Can't uh-huh. one mini mate uh-huh. Not a side or a main. I'm the only bitch he's entertained. Spending his mind in the bank. Uh-huh. I like what I see. Yeah, a boss like you need a boss like me. Lady uh-huh. from the streets, so he move low key. Tryna rock that mic like karaoke. Uh-huh. On the count of three, bad bitch, you get money. Get money. Broke niggas to the left, we, we don't want it. I'm the one he bitch hate, but they can't get past. Pretty face, uh-huh. no waste, in the big old ass. Yeah, bitch, I could be a fantasy I can tell you got bitch. am I might let you try it off the see Make them sing to like a melody And if your bitch I ain't right, I got the remedy And there's too many niggas that can not to me Yeah, bitch, I can be the bitch Two, One camera rolling. do it slow motion uh-huh. Real bitch, the mother ho' rona uh-huh. All they big talk, I don't put them on I Don't, don't want you being honest, lingerie dolce blindfold. folk, time to the bed while we roll play Ain't skill 4 play, give a pussy coke
1: That was the music portion of the show, and now I talk with my co-host, NQS. He's a former DJ and producer, and now a very talented photographer and visual artist. We talk about our past involvement in music, and what it was like in the 90s. Enjoy. Alright, set it off. Post-analog.
6: Post-analog.
1: So, you and I are Gen Xers. hmm Now, we're going to be super niche- not not so much societal that'll come out naturally mm-hmm. but the thing is we want to put people on the map with an old ear for music
7: now okay
1: so um even though I'm not it's gonna sound like very out of place but I'm playing 30 minutes worth of music first okay. well depending on how long we talk we talk
7: okay
1: I'm hoping 30 minutes of music mm-hmm and then 30 minutes of talk. So we'll try to keep it within five minutes, I guess, like on our musical interest and background. We'll, and we'll talk about how when we lost interest okay. with music. So what's a little bit of your background as far as for, like, I know your dad influenced yeah. you quite a bit. Yeah. But a little bit of, um, are you comfortable telling your age? Oh, yeah. Like Oh, yeah. I'm a 75 no. or you're a 75, right?
6: Yeah. 77-er. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm kidding.
1: Trying to get a Seven. couple of fucking yeah, 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 years. Yeah, no. years.
6: 74, dude. Okay. Yeah. So
1: um, pretty much same age group. Mm-hmm. But what was like your influences from youth when you discovered you loved music up until when you lost interest?
6: I'll tell you this. I was... Uh, how do I say this? I was kind of privileged... Upper middle class kid growing up. So, as a black guy, I grew up in predominantly white neighborhoods. The bad the bad thing about this is that is going to be a long fucking
1: podcast. Go for it. it. I love it.
6: The bad thing about that was I just adopted what the white community around me was listening to. So in the 80s, I was listening to the Pet Shop Boys, Oingo Boingo, Duran Duran. And to me, that was the shit because that's what everyone agreed on was the shit, you know. But it was all white music, white bands. But then when Run DMC fucking came out and that shit was hard as fucking hell. And it, it just... As a black person, I could identify more with the music that I didn't even know existed. You found your blackness, too. I found my blackness, you know. Now, actually, prior to that, my dad is African. That's funny you say that. My dad would play African music, but I'm an American kid. So I couldn't really identify with necessarily the African music my dad was playing. I was looking for an American music to call my own. And up until Run DMC, that didn't exist for me. Real quick. For the viewing audience, Nathan's
1: uh, dad is this kind of African, mm-hmm,
6: mm-hmm,
1: right? Like mm-hmm. fucking Uganda.
6: No, seriously. Like, like
1: you're not African-American. Your dad is African that lived in, in my the UK, dad right? My didn't
6: get his first pair of shoes until he was 16. That kind of that African. That kind of African, okay. Grew up on a banana plantation. I mean, that kind of African. The most humble beginnings you can imagine, you know? So, like I said, the music he liked as an American kid, it was there's a little cultural difference there. I just I liked it, but I wasn't like fuck yeah rock that a boogie, but you know what I mean. But so I was listening to Oingo Boingo, Pet Shop Boys, Duran Duran. You know what I mean? All the new wave all stuff, the, all that shit. And then again, when Run DMC came out, and I saw some black dudes. On the TV, making this new kind of music that just had this spirit or energy to it. It was like, that was a game changer in itself. So that was what sparked the love of music, basically. And specifically of hip-hop music, because that was, for me, the first Black music that I could identify with, you know? And I I think I needed that because of being a Black person raised in a predominantly white neighborhood, you know? Sure. It just, it, it kind of gave me... I don't know an uh, an identity or something like like i don't know i was exposed to my people's art for the first time you know so that was what sparked it what lost it was when that music i grew up loving and and enjoying just just fell off you know sure and that started in the mid 90s but
1: well because also like mm-hmm. hard rock hairband rock came mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. So it's a different ear. Yeah. It's a completely different ear. And also, you. is it safe to say um, the early 90s, late 80s hip-hop took Mm -hmm. over?
6: Yeah. In terms of what I was listening to? Sure. Yeah, that's all I wanted to hear. And then when you discover groups like A Tribe Called Quest, uh, Jungle Brothers, De La Soul, who... We're, we're making american music but it was further tied to african roots like there was a the whole remember the african medallion stages sure. you know what i mean and and dressing in african dude that was awesome dude you know like super fucking awesome um so it just made me more fall in love with the culture around that time so that's all i wanted to hear that's all i was interested in it was like a hardcore fucking hip-hop head and then you know this hip-hop is like a gateway drug actually because once you really fall in love with hip-hop music and then you understand that the music is is being uh remade from older songs then you start saying okay what is that older song today presto was like hey, I like this Mad Lib joint, and here's the song they sampled. You know what I mean? Like, that's a perfect example of that. It's just like hip-hop's a gateway job. Like, oh, you like that Mad Lib track? Well, did you hear the track that he sampled? So even Presto's like, check that shit out, you know? And I was even like, bro. You know what's amazing? That's fucking fire.
1: Presto Uh is our buddy Chris and John when we were recording at Dash Radio. Mm -hmm. They were the Mm (sighs) 2 I have to edit that out at seven mm-hmm. eighteen. They were the two. Then I was playing a bunch of like mm mm-hmm. Funk, where John was like, "This guy that's the guy I sampled this from this uh, yeah. from this record." Yeah. So it's amazing to have friends like that mm-hmm. who like have that knowledge and ear. Yeah. So. Because you spoke for six minutes already.
7: Yeah.
6: Jumping.
1: Um, when did you lose interest into music? Then I'll go into my my
6: diatribe of my background. I think I put too much pressure on music to provide a living for myself. If I'm going to be 100% honest. Because you ended up DJing and then you ended up producing. Exactly. And things were going great, by the way. Fucking with Presto's help... He hooked me up with distribution deals. I had worldwide distribution. My latest record was fucking released in Japan. Like, Presto, with his little label, with it uh, getting a couple records deep, was making six figures a year putting out music that he liked. Dude, we were living the fucking dream. But then when MP3s rolled around, and all of that shit, just the money Lime music, wire LimeWire, Napster, Kaza. free fucking just... Mu- freeware. Like, freeware. It was just like it completely killed our ability to make money doing what we loved. So then music started to, to be honest, not become fun because I actually depended on it for my livelihood. And then it stopped being able to, you know, provide for me. And then it got tense, so I think I just kind of was like, and then of course hip hop started to super fucking fall off. You know what I mean? It was just like it was getting worse and fucking worse, and it was just a lot. You know what I mean? And, and so it was just like I need to do something else, and that's when I went back to to art school. You know, and you just, got into
1: photography, exactly.
6: You know, a little because, bit of film, exactly. graphic design before photography. Yeah, because I still wanted to do something creative, something that represented hip hop culture and could provide for me to be real with you. You know, I got a family. Do you recall what years that was maybe? It was like the mid 2000s. So like, I would say between 2004 to 2007. Okay. That's when you fell off with music. Okay. Yeah.
1: So like Nathan, I lived all over the world also. Um, but I, let me credit the Philippines and traveling all over the U.S. I, too, was into the um, new wave era. Mm-hmm. Everything from Erasure, Echo and the Bunnymen. Mm-hmm. um Even deeper, like the Alarm, Bolshoi, not to be like psychedelic furs, like mm-hmm. soundtrack albums from like Prettier Than Pink. Mm-hmm. Um, the Breakfast Club. Yeah. All that stuff, like the new wave era. I got into hip hop really late. I want to mm-hmm. say during the Beastie Boy era and, and Public Enemy, mm-hmm. I liked it as in, okay, I like that CD.
8: Mm-hmm.
1: I like that tape. Mm-hmm. I don't like that genre, but I like that album. Mm-hmm. I wasn't fully embedded into hip hop. I just liked rock, new wave music, and weird stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, just from that synth era in the 80s. And then I started, then we moved to California in 1989. Mm -hmm. And this is pre-internet, so fuck, dude, I mean, when you're 14... Your options are limited on a Saturday night, pre-internet. Mm-hmm. It was dog, dick, mm-hmm. peanut butter. Have <laughs> your yeah. dog lick your dick. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. And hopefully he'll like the fucking Nutella on your dick. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh-huh. it was that kind of fucking sadness. Yeah. Uh-huh. But KJLH, mm-hmm. I have to say, got me into hip-hop. Mm-hmm. This DJ mix, I got sweated for my dress code. AMG, Diggable, uh, Jiggable Pie, mm-hmm. and a sped-up version of um, Bonita Applebaum. Mm-hmm. Those were the three songs where I go, wait, what is this?
7: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I'm listening to a small boombox, bro.
7: Yeah.
1: Like, my brother's in the room, so I had to plug in my headphones in the boombox. Uh-huh.
7: Because
1: he was sleeping. Yeah. We shared the same room because my aunt was still living with us. Uh-huh. This is in the Oakwood apartments on Vermont and Third and Virgil. Between Third and Virgil on Westmoreland. I got hypnotized mm-hmm. and it was Tribes Bonita Applebum. Mm-hmm. When I heard got sweated for my dress code, I was curious. Mm-hmm. The second song was Jiggable Pie, because I what did they mean? Oh, they're talking about a woman's ass. Mm-hmm. And then by the time, <laughs> I don't know which verse mm-hmm. was it,
8: mm-hmm.
1: or if it was after a break, yeah. but when Bonita Applebum came in, those Fender Rhodes mm-hmm. is so hypnotic. Yeah. It felt yeah. like, okay, this is bugged out.
7: Yeah.
1: It's really Tribe that got me into it. And then I fell in love into it. Met you guys we moved from LA to Glendale, met you guys mm-hmm. and I was like I had a subsect of friends, right? It mm-hmm. was um the people who listened to Nirvana. The nineties mm-hmm. were such a beautiful time oh, for, for sure. music, oh, yeah. right? Which we'll record yeah. about, but we're talking about the two thousands. You know, I had my friends uh, that were into Nirvana, Soundgarden, mm-hmm. but then it was I had you guys mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is like the folks into black sheep.
7: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: These are the folks that were like into public enemy, but then again, here's NWA. A mm-hmm. little bit harder than a public enemy because like these are gangsters. Mm-hmm. Right. And then there was like main source. I was just like, okay, what is this? Mm-hmm. And and it it kind of I was still trying to grasp and hold on to the the um Seattle sound. Yeah. But I had to let go once that sound died. And then the hip hop scene just took
6: over. And you started going to the clubs, too. With you guys. And that was, come on, dude. You know, how many great moments did we have in some of these clubs where just Mark Love dropping just some fucking heat. And we're just like, fuck. Wow. And like, God, would be damn. in the
8: middle
1: of the fader. Yeah. Left to give someone a pound. Oh, yeah.
6: Yeah, and you're like at he's the Guadalinda. Wa- he's that confident that he walked away from the turntables in the middle of a mix.
1: He was in the middle of a mix, yeah. gave someone a pound.
6: Mm-hmm. We would go
1: chase, yeah, for fucking
7: unity. Mm-hmm.
1: Unity were dick teasers. Yeah, go here to find out where the actual spot was. Yeah, and then fucking the beauty of those. Um, that time was the radio, which had mix shows. Mm-hmm. But if you went to Unity, you were like, "Oh shit!" The first time I heard of Nappy Heads
8: mm-hmm.
1: was yeah. when the Nut show on Eight and Hope Street, mm-hmm. or just on Hope Street. Mm-hmm. I was with you and Terry.
7: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, Jason Bentley mm-hmm. was the one who exposed us yeah. to Diggable Planets because he was the first fucking motherfucker to play Diggable Planets yeah. for any hip hop show. Yeah, so. And then I started losing interest. Mm-hmm. Why? I'll tell you why, but I'll, I'll start losing it. Let me tell you. Um, I started looting, losing interest. Why? Because hip-hop became whack. There was an mm-hmm. Herb magazine cover that said why hip-hop was whack. I think it was like 1993.
7: With DJ Shadow. On With DJ group. Shadow.
1: Yep. Yes, yeah. you remember. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I agreed. Yeah. It was like I was struggling to listen to Method Man and Mary J. Blige use that old fucking loop, All I Need. Mm -hmm. I was like, it's okay. Mm -hmm. It's not whack, but this is it?
7: Yeah.
1: This is it?
7: Yeah.
1: That's all you have? And no disrespect to Puff, because I still admire his business acumen. (laughs) Yeah. But when Big died and then Puff and Mace came out... Mm And I love Hype Williams, because we just recorded a different podcast about Mm -hmm. filmmaking, content creation, and photography on Mm -hmm. your end. Mm -hmm. But I felt it to fuck girls, like Mm -hmm. Peaches and Cream. Mm -hmm. That was cool. But that's music for ass to bounce. Yeah. But I I fell out of love. And you know, there's a lot of people, Nate, Mm -hmm. that fell out of love and life takes over. Yeah. Why the fuck am I gonna be by buying a, an album like you were saying? Yeah. Like you have a family. Yeah. You were a producer. You were yeah. a DJ, and then this other creative niche took over: photography and graphic design. Yeah. So for me, that's when I fell out of love. Mm-hmm. So you said 2004. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. When the movie Almost
6: Famous came out.
8: Mm-hmm.
6: Um, did you Have have you I've, seen that? I've never seen it. But, and you I'm have not to sure watch came, it. But I know the movie you're talking about. Okay. Uh-huh.
1: That's when I decided after watching that movie, I interned for good vibe recordings. Mm-hmm. And then I fell back in love with music. Mm-hmm. But I fell back out. So with you, how soon... Su- because... There's a point where you and I were both meandering, kind of like it, but not into it fully. Kind of like it, not back into it fully, which the mission is to introduce music. We'll start with the 2000s, right? Uh But what, what actually, how are you feeling now? Now that's 2022 about like music. Is it? 15%, 10% 15%, 10% that consumes your life. Mm-hmm. Like you and I in a yeah. text thread with Presto. And yeah. I'd love to encourage to have my fellow generals dig yeah. and we share. Yeah. Right? So where are you at now as far as for music? How much of it consumes you?
6: I think it's starting to consume me more now than it has in the last decade. Sure. Because I got a handle on the visual arts stuff. Just my personality type, very OCD, you know? So when I go... Obsessive? Obsessive. When I go into something, I go all in. So when I went into visual arts, music was just like, sorry, I'm all in over here. But now that I feel like I've got a handle on the visual arts stuff, of course music's starting to pique my interest. And what helps is when I get text threads from you and Presto and my little boy Jason and like just friends sending me dope fucking music, um, it just it just brings up, so. or sometimes even an easier example, I'll hear a really sick song every now and then that is so dope that it makes it reignites my love of music and how it, it can affect me and, and change me and, and change my mood i could be stressed at work and if a dope jam comes on it's just like i'm good like it can, no matter what state i'm in I just hear the right song at the right moment it can just take you out of the you know whatever is going on you know just it's
1: that dopamine rush in the brain again it's
6: fucking awesome dude you know um and how can i say it uh so you guys like for instance i, I just told you i had a rough week at work you sent me a couple of jams this week I told you the best place I like to hear shit is in the car because I, I just like the sound system in my ride. You're even incubated. Going, even going back to production, me and Presto would do the same thing. If we made a new track, the litmus test was, let's in the ride. Is it going to bump in the fucking ride? So I just, I'm just used to that. If it knocks in the ride, it's good. So when you send me tracks, a lot of times, if I don't respond right away, it's Trying to peep I, it in the car. I want to peep it in the car. And then, cause that's doing justice to you. If you if this song was dope enough for you to share, um, I, I want to give it its its, it's due. Its, its
1: due. It, for the I want to hear it
6: in the right context. Actually, let me go a step further. You just sent me the house tracks made by Knowledge, right? And I'm like, okay, I, I need to hear this in the right track two. Fire! Absolutely, I, it's the same I, track. I only liked track two. Everything else was cool, and like you said, great attempt. But track two was is dope. And going back to our circle of friends, that's why I credit Tony. Tony was into shit that was just as dope as the shit we were listening to, but he just liked it at a different tempo. But there was no difference. Like, Tony was listening to the same shit we were listening to in hip-hop, but at 120 BPM. We were at 96 BPM, you know? So the reason I bring that up is Tony was the one who introduced me to a a house artist named Moody man, this black dude from Detroit and the knowledge shit that track two reminded me of a fucking Moody man, old school Detroit fucking raw house song. And I was like, that's fucking fire dude. Like to think that this guy could be the new Moody man, you know? Um, But that, that's what draws me back in. So I would say percentage wise, basically, Music has started to take up like 20% of my creative. Which is big, it's which is big. a lot. Because it it's was down lot. to like three, you know what I mean? Um, but that's to credit you guys, because you guys are finding some, some fire. And then it makes me like, you know, I'm like, all right, like it's, NFTs are coming around. There's new ways to monetize a creative economy. Can we bring music back into this? So it's got me thinking.
1: Yeah, and, and I feel like. With me because I'm older and I had this discussion. I'm not going to put the dude on blast. It's like when we all hang out, we share stuff.
7: Yeah.
1: No, no one's trying to be in a dick enlar- enlarging contest of yeah. who knows. No. But I'm fairly confident that I can go toe-to-toe toe to toe with a lot of people in this fucking bitch. Oh,
6: yeah, for sure.
1: You know, because you got, I have, man. like, hard drives worth of music where it's like, oh, shit. hmm I didn't know this shit existed, but yeah. what we're trying to accommodate is for people, I don't care if it's in the 30s, if they lost touch already, mm-hmm. but mainly 40s, 50s, who like, dude, you may have slept on as simple as the foreign exchange.
7: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Nicolay. Yeah. Sarah. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm excited to talk about societal and how we've moved on from the 90s mm-hmm. 2000 2010s and connect with people that maybe they were rabid fans albeit mm-hmm. if you weren't into crush or the big junkies or anyone of that sort uh-huh. but if you were just like in the top 40 music at that time but there's dope stuff that and we'll start with the 2000s mm-hmm. and make our way that way
6: I will tell you a funny thought that I've had recently. Mm -hmm. We're both the same way. Sometimes we're like we get mad at some people who are stuck in the nineties or two thousands, right? And sometimes there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing. I actually up to recently thought there was something wrong with that because I would. There's new dope music coming out right now so i couldn't understand or wrap my head around why would you just want to keep listening to those tracks over and over there's that sound is is grown right but recently i've realized that while i might have like knocked nostalgia there is a chance that the music was just better it really was sure you know what i mean and that's like a recent thing like That shit was fucking amazing. Like, holy shit. For the technology that you had at that time? Dude, it was just beautiful, raw, purely for art's sake, no commercial interest. Like, the early days of hip-hop were so pure and beautiful that I even understand why people are stuck there. Because it was just, like, pristine. It was just, it was all... Pure creativity, pure soul, pure spirit, pure energy—just untampered with, you know. That pure cocaine, you know what I mean. And it wasn't mixed with anything. You were saying about like Method Man and Mary J. Blige making that song again. Not to knock that song, it's cool. All that I need to be there for you, dope, right? But it wasn't the nonce in fucking unity, dropped by Mark Love for the first time and hearing an unknown artist just destroy a club. You know what I mean? It's not that, you know? So now I'm like second thinking, like, I'm over here thinking like, ah, these fools never fucking moved on. But there's also a chance that it's like, yeah, because it never got that good again, you know? You saw my interview with Mr. Chalk, right?
7: Mm -hmm.
1: And within the first five minutes... We were like, there's nothing wrong with that. If Mm -hmm. you got stuck with a hip-hop mullet.
7: Mm -hmm. I get it. Cool. Yeah.
1: And he checked me live Mm -hmm. with that interview. Because I was like, dude, I can't wait to fucking introduce a bunch of new music to the Beat Junkies. Yeah. Or a a Beat Junkie. Mm -hmm. And for them to like, you, you know that mouth shake when you go. Could I have some of those tracks? Yeah. Where you don't even want to ask, but you had to ask. Because it was like, whoa, Mm -hmm. what is this shit? Yeah. And it's not even narcissism what you're doing. We're not. We're not. We're not. Mm -hmm. Dude, I hate to do have like a fucking Whitney Houston trying to get my groove back moment. It's just really, we want to share. Mm-hmm. Because we know your ear can dig this.
7: Yeah.
1: Like, whether if it's B-Bravo or fucking Nicolet, mm-hmm. any solo joint that's remixed by by Erika Badu, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. Yeah. There's room. Yeah. And I feel like there's people who used to listen to, like, White Snake, and they dig and they go, oh, shit, I really missed out on this tribe called Quest era because mm-hmm. there was that competition like yeah. i can't listen to that yeah this is exclusively i'm into this type of music mm-hmm. can't listen to that but because of the internet everything's shared now yeah so i'm excited um it's out of order should, should it be music first then the talk
6: i think the talk will set up or give context to the at music least for this episode here yeah. at least for this episode
7: yeah. uh-huh.
1: Okay, so for this episode, I'm going to go all over the map from the 2000s, 2010s, and 2020s. Okay. That's it. what I'm going to do. Do it. Who should we feature first? Nikolai, Zara, Spacek, or the foreign exchange? Handpaper paper, uh, what do you call that? Rock, paper, scissors.
6: Yeah. My leaning is just towards the foreign exchange. Really? I don't even... To be honest, I couldn't even tell you exactly why, other than it's just a gut feeling.
1: I'm thinking Nikolay before for exchange, because he's such an integral
6: part, but and yeah. And he was a I, big part of, obviously, the forming of the foreign exchange. Sure. Know? So... I'm thinking Sarah. fuck it. They're fucking... All of them. I mean, they're all ridiculous. We'll
8: start
1: with four.
6: Okay. All right.
1: I think we'll do Sarah first. Mm-hmm. And just bug them out.
7: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And
1: then the audience that likes us will just love us,
7: mm-hmm. yeah. right?
1: Well, we'll start with Sarah. But, dude, I feel like there's so much room for folks our age group to lost touch,
7: mm-hmm.
1: whether if you're stuck with Tina Marie, which yeah. is dope.
7: Yeah.
1: If you're stuck with, I don't know if the Neptunes was the last stuff you like or Jay-Z, mm-hmm. but there's so much more stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll start with the two thousands. We'll we'll make our way to the two thousand
8: and tens,
1: and the two thousand and twenties. But yeah, I'm I'm excited just to share our music.
8: Mm-hmm.
6: Again, if uh, for the right person, they're gonna hear what we play at the right moment, and like we we're saying earlier, it's just gonna inspire you, lift you up. Just pump you up, like just it'll just be a feel good moment in your day. We all live our lives; they're all they can all be stressful and have challenges. Sure, but if you balance that with some things that lift you up, it's all good. That's how you, you keep. Do you think your we can
1: include like life stuff too? Sure,
6: why not? Right. I mean, we've we're we're at an age where we have a great perspective on life, so for sure.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. So this will be. Post-Analog with N. Well, what, what is it? You're not going by Rilo anymore, right? It's just mm-hmm. NQS. Nathan mm-hmm. Quinton, Savakiji.
7: Exactly. Yeah. yeah.
1: So it'll be Charlie and NQS or Nathan. And then this will be episode one. Look at oh. that. Look at that time. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Just right on point. Oh. Signing off.
0: The
6: Post-Analog Podcast for Generation X.